I had a totally different story to read. Off the news wire or CNN News America. A totally different story to read. But this is freshly off the CNN Newswire here in the United States. A federal judge have granted a stay of execution for the only woman on federal death row pending a competency hearing. CNN News United States reports federal judge Grant Lisa Montgomery, the only woman on federal death row stay of execution pending a competency hearing just hours before she was scheduled to die of a legal ejection. Judge James Hanlove of the U.S. District Court of Southern District of Indiana wrote in orders granted to stay. Miss Montgomery's motion to stay. Execution is granted to allow the court to conduct a hearing to determine if Miss Montgomery is competent to be executed. A day have not yet been set for the competency hearing. Miss Lisa Montgomery was scheduled to die by legal rejection on Tuesday, the 12th day of January. That's today. That's today. She woke up this morning and knew it's going to be her last day on this earth. She woke up this morning knowing she was going to die today. The 12th day of January at the Federal Correctional Complex in Terry High. Indiana. Related articles. Federal death row inmates execute delay because of attorney COVID-19 diagnosis. Prosecutors have filed a notice to appeal the judge ruling. Ms. Montgomery attorney families and supporters have pleased with the President of the United States at the time, Donald J. Trump's to read their clemency pension and make an execution decision to commute her sentence to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Miss Montgomery was sentenced to death in the year 2008 by Missouri jury for the 2004 murder of a pregnant woman cutting out the fetus of the pregnant lady and kidnapping and cutting out uh, the unborn child. The court was right to put a stop to Lisa Montgomery's execution. Her attorney Kelly Henry said in a statement, as the court found, Miss Montgomery made a strong showing of her court incapacity to be executed. Miss Montgomery has brain damage and severe mental illness that was acceler- accelerated by the lifetime of sexual torture she suffered at the hands of her caretakers. The Eighth Amendment prohibited the execution of people like Miss Montgomery who due to their severe mental illness or brain damage do not understand the basis of their execution. Miss Montgomery's mentally is ordinate and we are seeking the opportunity to prove her incompetent. Her attorney, Miss Henry, said, 
Montgomery also have a pension before the U.S. Supreme Court. And this is part of the story that I had prepared for you before I read on CNN News. It was a state. A delay of the execution. God didn't want her to die today. God didn't want Lisa Montgomery to be executed today. God intervened. In December 2004, Lisa Montgomery drove 281.5 kilometers, 175 miles, from her home in Kansas to Skidmore. Where she had an appointment to look at some puppies owned by Senate. But it wasn't Miss Montgomery who was going to look at the puppies. She was going to assume name to buy the puppies. Once Bobby Joe Skinnecked opened the door, Lisa Montgomery, using the assumed name, overpowered her and choked her with a piece of rope. And in the Bobby Joe residence, she cut her womb to remove the baby as Bobby Joe laid on the floor and bled to death. The investigators quickly realized. That was an assumed name being used by Lisa Montgomery. But they tricked down they tracked her down the next day using her email, computer, and the IP address from her computer. They found her creating a newborn baby girl she claimed to have given birth to the previous day. Her story quickly fell apart and she confessed to the killing. Since 2004, since 2008, Miss Lisa Montgomery has been held in a federal prison in Texas for female inmates with special medical and psychological needs, where she has been receiving psychology care since receiving her execution date. She's been placed in suicide watch in an isolated cell. She's not aware of things she do. She's not aware of her execution. She knows she committed a murder. She admitted to the murder. But she had years of abuse. From her mother and then being her mother brought into the home. To her stepfather that had sex with her. To her mother boyfriends that also had sex with her, raped her and beat her. Miss Lisa Montgomery married to her very first husband, who was her stepbrother. Well, she produced four children. The marriage didn't last. Miss Lisa Montgomery married the second time, but she could no longer help children. Her lawyers, her attorneys, her supporters argued that's why she killed Miss Bobby Joe to have another child. Because she could no longer bear children. You cannot erase what she done. She took the life away from a 23-year-old lady. A very young, beautiful young lady. Who was bringing life into this world. Who she was going to share her life with. But there's laws. 
You cannot execute the mental illness. You cannot execute the man disturbed. You have to execute someone who understands they are being executed. And the district judge in Indiana spared her life on this day, the 12th of January of 2021. Because of Lisa Montgomery woke up this morning. She knows she was going to die. I don't know the exact words, but the priest that spent time with her said, my child, my beautiful child, you will see God. He will judge you. God judges all. She had the hand of the Lord on her right then. She had the hand of God on her right then. And he spared her life. The 12th day of January of 2021. There's a God. A very beautiful, a very wonderful, a very magnificent God. And you can't tell me they're not. You just can't tell me there's not a God. He watches over us. Might not seem like it most of the time, but God will intervene when the time is right. Dear God, bless us this year. Bless us all this year of 2021. You're beautiful. The crimes of a Florida death row inmate, Tiffany Cole. Tiffany Cole, along with three co-defendants, are convicted of kidnapping and first-degree murder of a Florida couple, Carol and Reggie Summers. A trusted friend, Tiffany Cole, knew the Summers. They was her neighbors, a friendly couple in South Carolina. She had also bought a car from them and had visited them in their home in Florida several times. It was during one of those visits that she learned that the couple, the Summers, had sold their South Carolina home and made a $99,000 profit of it. From that point on, Tiffany Cole, Michael Jackson, Bruce Nixon Jr., and Alan Ward began plotting a way to rob the couple. The group knew that gaining access to the summer's home would be easy. They trusted Tiffany Cole. The robbery on July 8, 2005, Cole, Jackson, Nixon, and Ward went to the summer's home with the intention of robbing and killing the couple. Once inside the home, the summer's was bound duct tape while Nixon, Ward, and Jackson searched for valuables. The group then forced the couples to their garage and into the truck of their own Nixon town car, buried alive. Nixon, Ward, drove the Nixon town car followed by Cole and her boyfriend, Michael Jackson, 
who was in the mouth of that cold had rented for the trip. They was headed to a spot located right across the Florida and Georgia line. They had also chosen the spot and prepared it by digging a large hole two days earlier. When they arrived, Jackson and Ward led the couple into the hole and buried them alive. At some point, Jackson had forced the couple to tell him their personal identification pin for their ATM card. The group then abandoned the Lincoln Town car and found a hotel room and stayed for the night. The next day, they returned to the summer's home and wiped it down with Clorox bleach and stole juries and a computer which Cole, Tiffany Cole, later pawned at a pawn shop. Over the next few days, the group celebrated their crimes by spending several thousand dollars they stole from the Summers bank account. The investigation on July 10th of 2005, Mr. Summer's daughter, Rhonda Alfile, called authorities and reported that the parents was missing. Investigators went to the Summers' home and discovered a bank statement that showed a large sum of money in it. The bank was contacted and it was learned that an excessive amount of money had been withdrawn from the account over the past few days. On the 12th of July, Jackson and Cole, posing as the Summers, made a phone call to the Jacksonville Shelf Office. They told the detectives that the response to the call that they have left town quickly due to a family emergency and was having problems assessing their account. They claimed they were hoping that he could help. Suspicion that they was not really the Summers, the detective contacted the bank and asked them not to block any withdrawals from the account so that he could continue his investigation. He was then able to track the secular cell phone, telephone that the caller had used. It belonged to Michael Jackson. The re record showed the phone had been used near the summer's home at the time they disappeared. There was also several calls made to a car rental company that was able to provide the detective with a description of the model that Tiffany Cole had rented and was now overdue in bringing it back to the dealership. By using the global tracking system in the car, it was determined that the model had been with blocks of the summer's home on the night they were missing. Busted. On the July 14th, the entire group was caught all besides Tiffany Cole at a Best Western Hotel in Charleston, South Carolina. Police searched the two hotel rooms that was rented under Tiffany Cole's name and found personal property belonging to the Summers. They also found the Summers ATM card in Michael Jackson's back pocket. Tiffany Cole was caught at her home near Charleston 
after police got her address through the car rental agency from which she had rented the monster from. Confections. Bruce Nixon was the first co-defender that confessed to the murder of the Summers. He provided police with the details of crimes that was committed, how the robbery and abduction was planned, and the locations where the couples was buried. Dr. Anthony J. Clark Medical Examiner or the Georgia Bureau of Investigation performed autopsies on the Summers and testified they both died after being buried alive and their airway passengers became blocked with dust. Tiffany Cole pled her case. Tiffany Cole took the stand during her trial. She testified she thought that the crime would be a simple death and that she did not knowingly participate in the robberies, kidnappings, or murders. She also said that she was the first unaware that the Summers were in the trunk of their own Lincoln Town car and that they was being taken to a pre-dug grave site. She then said the hole was dug in order to scare the Summers into giving up their ATM pin number. Conviction and Sentences On October 19, 2007, the jury deliberated for 90 minutes before finding Tiffany Cole guilty of two counts of first-degree murder on both predetermined and felony murder dairies, two counts of kidnappings, two counts of robbery, Tiffany Cole was sentenced to death for each murder, life imprisonment for each kidnapping, and 15 years for each robbery. She is currently on death row of the Female Correction Institute. Her co-defenders, War and Jackson, was convicted and sentenced to two death sentences. And Nixon pled guilty to second-degree murder and was sentenced to 45 years in prison. Crime, criminals, Executions, states of executions. What helped become of this society? What helped become of this world? My name is Sammy, and this is Videoplex. Please share my podcast, comment, and like. And please subscribe to Sammy Videoplex and help support my YouTube channel. Semi Videoplex is now heard wherever major podcasts are heard. Please tell a friend or a family member about Semi Videoplex. And I hope you enjoy my audio. Thank you very much. And God bless each one of you. And God bless me. God bless us all. Thank you.